Hey everybody, I'm Nicole Sherstead. And I'm Christina Tan. And this is our podcast, Can We Just? We're no pros, no experts, but we are in our 40s. And one of us just maybe cruised into her 50s. <laughs> so between the two of us, we've worn a lot of hats and lived a lot of experiences, and we're here to put conversations on the table. And no topic is off limits. Stick around. Get to know us a little better. We've got lots to talk about, so pull up. Welcome, everyone. Hello, hello. It's Nicole and Christina. And welcome to the Can We Just podcast, our very first one. Episode one. Episode one. How oh long has it taken us to get here, girl? <laughs> I am embarrassed to say I feel like you brought this idea up maybe like a year ago. Yeah. And I was like, hell no. Why would I do a podcast? I'm like private. I have literally had to drag her down pin her down and say, now we are doing this. But that's not true. You were very gentle. You were such a good friend. You're just like little by little, prod, prod, prod. And then you got me. Yes, I got you. Yeah, it was a slow burn. (laughs) I got her on side, people. It was a slow burn, but she's here. Yeah. And we're doing this together because, to be honest with you, I was not going to do this alone. I feel like, well, let's just start with this. Her and I have these like morning conversations for our business. So we do this little check-in with each other. Um, I think it's like, sometimes it's six days a week. Sometimes it's it's three days a week. It's supposed to be three days a week. Yes. Um, but yeah, we always start our business meeting <laughs> with a little bit of check-in. And that's kind of how this podcast came into fruition because those check-ins ended up taking like hours and then we wouldn't actually get to the work part until way later yeah maybe a couple hours later but then I kind of feel like when we dove into work it was like boom boom check 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 it was so easy yeah Yeah. it was weird maybe we just need to get the stuff off of our chest and then it's like it's out of the system and then we can just go hard on work it's kind of true and I think that's a lot of what's behind this podcast is like we just need to talk about things I think you know I'm private I think for most of my life I've kept I've kept my shit in, mm-hmm. you know, but I feel so much lighter now that I'm not afraid to talk about stuff. I'm not That's, perfect and I don't have yes. to pretend to be perfect. You this know? is exactly it. I think, well, and, and you're private and I, um, I always have a real problem with trying to get my words out and speak and you've totally helped me along with that for sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I feel like we're both um, coming from different paths. Yeah. I would say like we kind of joke that we're like I'm like the head and Nicole's the heart <laughs> and because she feels things in her body I'm like what are you talking about how do you what do you mean you feel things in your body mm-hmm. but you have like sometimes problems articulating them so That's I right. would somehow you would explain to me what you were feeling in your body and then I would <laughs> I don't know how totally I would like kind of put words to it and you'd be like yes yes or no no and then I sometimes I'm like I didn't really feel things in my body but I gotta tell you I feel things in my body now and I find it mm. so fascinating yeah that my head is saying one thing mm-hmm. but my body is like no not 
on the same page. Oh, I we we talk about this a lot, right? Yeah. Like it's having yeah. one catch up to the other, which is the the juggling act of yeah. it all, right? Totally. It's like you can think one thing or I can feel I think for me I feel so much and then it's like Nick, you're and then I would go away and think mm-hmm. uh, or get quiet, yeah. which is my thinking time. Yeah. And yeah. it's like it needs to actually catch up to one another at the same time. And yeah. I, I'm still dealing with it and learning how to balance all that. So yeah, I feel like this platform could maybe help us balance. <laughs> Who knows? I yeah. don't know. I, I agree. And then hopefully, you know, I hope... Um, People who want to listen to us can maybe identify with some of the things that we're talking about. I think I, for me personally, Mm -hmm. I'm going to put conversations out there that honestly, six months ago or a year ago, I probably would not even have told anybody. But I think this Mm -hmm. is part of what growth is. Absolutely. You know, let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it. Today, I want to talk about aging. Mm -hmm. And something has been bothering me for a long, long time. It is. (laughs) And it is the term anti-aging. I hate it. Basically, I have this idea that I just want to kind of unfuck this whole idea of anti-aging. A hundred percent. Right? I think for the most part, people don't even notice it because it's so common. It's just like, whatever, whatever, whatever. But for me, when I see the word anti-aging, and I think because I have a background in advertising, it drives me insane. Because when you say anti-aging on all these different products, what you're basically doing is playing into the insecurities of women about aging. Mm -hmm. And I, as a woman, can't stand it because even if I'm not registering it in my brain because I think a lot of people I know that I brought the idea up to they don't even know they're like oh my god I never thought about it so even you included (laughs) yeah I think if you're not if it's not registering on in your mind I think on some level it's registering subconsciously totally whether it's like within your body or in your mind I don't know I just feel like it's this woman have this constant pressure to not age and I just think it's so unhealthy. And I think we have a lot of issues as women, not even get older. I think women in their 20s, women in their 30s, women in their 40s. Like I, I want people to have awareness around how they're being marketed to. You totally. Know? I, I For me, the, the subconsciousness of it all, like that was the whole thing about turning 40. I told you I had all these landmarks yes. of, and they were all numbers, right? Yeah. So without me actually consciously thinking about why those numbers mattered so much, yeah. this is probably why. Because I'm sure I've been it's... conditioned my whole life to look at anti-aging or over the hill parties, all these like yeah. things growing up where you're just like, um, okay, that and what my mind said I should be looking like or what what 40 is supposed to be right yeah, yeah. I just think as a concept mm-hmm. I wish anti-aging would just go the fuck away you know like mm-hmm. we can we can change our language around it mm-hmm. you know we can I think hopefully choose differently and you know marketing or owner com- like companies out there like please, please, please find a way to language your products and your marketing in a way that that actually helps or helps women like go into aging more gracefully Gracefully. and just with more acceptance. 
hundred percent. You know, I agree. Yeah. 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 And I mean, if you look at, and we look at how, how serious this, this subject matter is Mm -hmm. and, and why, when we say unfuck, it's that hardcore. It really is. I mean, look at what's just happened with Miss USA, for example. I mean, she committed suicide. Oh my God. Right? Yeah. And I mean, the, the, how she was, um, worried, so yeah. much about her age. I mean, she was what? She was just about to turn 30 or she just turned 30. And I for mean, me, that was actually shocking. It was kind of shocking. I mean, I'm still like reeling a little bit mm-hmm. from it. Here's this woman who was worried about aging and the expectations around, you know, who she was. And she was only 30. She was She's, like a lawyer. Exactly. She was Miss USA. She was like, had all these accomplishments. Yet the thing. The one label. It seemed, it seemed from what I read, and I don't know her, but from what I read, it just seemed like the aging thing was a really big part of the, her emotional mm-hmm. struggle. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand that it's a beauty pageant and that's been sort of the, I don't know. That's what it's based all around, right? But like we're looking at these women who are competing in these beauty pageant contest things. Mm-hmm. But like what the the accomplishments and the degrees, some a lot of them are doctors. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy yeah. to me. And yet this is the one thing mm-hmm. that pushed her over the edge and mm-hmm. it's it's just bonkers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like you said, ass backwards. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of feeling like What's on the radar right now is a lot of people are talking and just like that. Oh my God, yes. The, the program. Sex and yeah. the City kind of like Reboot. Reboot? Yeah. And before it even like like the series started, there's so much chatter and trolling oh God, on how so... they looked and the gray hair and all that kind of stuff. And, and the was, wrinkles. Yeah. And it was crazy to me how it was like, here's these women um, in their 50s and they just got dragged so they just got dragged so hard. Yeah, they did. And for I, what they looked like. That doesn't happen to men. Well, it, and that was part of the conversation, right? It's like we're talking about, um, I don't know, Sarah Jessica Parker's character and Cynthia Nixon's um, characters of, mm-hmm. of Miranda and Carrie and Charlotte. Um, yeah. Kristen Davis's character. And there was it was really, really loud. And... <laughs> Well, what about, I mean, obviously Mr. Biggs had some news about him lately that's not so pretty, but Chris yeah. Noth. But, yeah. you know, what about Steve? What about the Aidens of the world? What mm-hmm. about, like, we're not talking about any of the guys. We're not talking about their looks and what they're wearing and can they wear that. And, yeah. you know, with Cynthia Nixon's hair being gray. And they actually addressed it on the um, the actual episode. Yeah. Because it's, it, it, it was so, such a loud yeah. um, topic. It is such a double standard. It's really? like, I've always like, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like most women like a guy with the salt and pepper hair. Oh my you God, we were mean? talking about this the other day, right? Like who doesn't like a guy with a little salt and pepper? Exactly. Yeah. But I think as like, I think like we see men through a different lens than how we see women. I will be the first to admit it is a work in progress for me to mm-hmm. not judge women. And I know my brain knows mm-hmm. that I 
love when I see a woman owning her gray hair, yeah. but it's taken me time and I still catch myself. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. I catch myself and my, my instinct, my inside voice is like, oh, like, oh, it's interesting. She looks like older. But then I just like, okay, I need to reorientate myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To totally. just broaden this whole idea of what a normal, what normal looks like. It's yeah. bigger than, I yeah. don't know. The small sliver that we're fed. Yes. Yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I think again with the whole gray hair situation or the double standard that we have, it's like we're, we're, we're the salt and pepper, the, the, the salt and pepper guy, like the George Clooney's of the world, mm-hmm. the Brad Pitt's and the Robert the Redford's. Silver the silver fox. fox. Yeah. Give me a break. It's yeah. like they get a silver fox and what do we get? <laughs> yeah. She old. looks old. Yeah. Old, old maid, <laughs> old hen, like yeah. whatever. I don't know yeah. what they call it. Well, us, I think the term they use oftentimes now is just like they, you become invisible, right? Like there's yeah. this thing about like when you're a woman and you're over 50 or you go through menopause and then it's like you become invisible. I'm like, hell no. Like well, I feel like I have so much more to offer now than I did when my was 20. Oh my God. Can you right? like so much more to offer? But yeah, it's just, yeah. I believe in aging well. Believe. Yeah. Aging well. I love that. Yeah. I use all the things. I use serums. I use retinol. I do gua sha. Like I do mm-hmm. all these things, but it's not to stop myself from aging. Right. It's to allow myself to age well. Yeah. You know, I'm not, it's not that I'm not scared of aging. I don't, I haven't thought about, um, I actually haven't really gone into depth of thinking about uh, the next uh, 40 years of my life mm-hmm. and what that will necessarily look like in a way but I really just I don't want to hide the fact that I'm aging and I'm actually really I'm super excited Mm -hmm. about this age and 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 the growing up and I Mm -hmm. feel like now versus 20 years ago like I'm way more of a woman yeah and I want to celebrate that yeah yeah and I have a few gray hairs (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry, but I'm not sorry. Sorry, but not sorry. Yeah. Um, you well, know? yeah. I mean, let's get into a conversation that you and I have been um, having lately. Um, like, why don't you tell us the, about the, the recent struggle that you've um, sort of played with uh, over the last little bit here with your hair? I, my brain is totally wants to age well and mm-hmm. I want to do it all naturally. But I think the reality is we're all, it's a struggle because we've had our whole lives we've been conditioned to believe that our appearance is kind of our primary. Mm -hmm. That's how we're valued mostly. You know? This is the thing that you said to me and I'd never thought about it on this capacity, to be Mm -hmm. honest with you, with aging. But I mean, if we go into the insecurities, this is exactly where it's stemming from and it's oh, like 100%. Oh my god, it's so crazy to think it goes that far back. It goes back and forever. I mean not forever, forever, but for me, I uh, my brain knows I should just step into my natural aging process, but my hair is the one thing right now for me that I just I really struggle with yeah I'm 50 and my friends are kind of in the same age range and I just we talk and I hear the struggles and I just think this is like it's crazy that as a 50 year old or whatever that we spend that much time Mm -hmm. 
and our, our, so that much time and energy thinking about how we look. I hate to say this. There's a number attached to our shells um, that the things that we have to say when our hair goes gray or if we get a wrinkle here and there, that it becomes obsolete. It does yeah. not. I, But I would say probably typically society would value that 20-year-old or the 30-year-old more than the woman who's 50. And it's just... It's ass backwards. It is. It told, but yeah. I wonder if this comes from a different, like there's there's lots of underlying factors towards it, but like we go back to the, to the, exactly. This for me is like the conditioning and patriarchy, mm-hmm. right? Like men are valued for different things. Mm-hmm. Women are valued, I would say solely for, no, two things. One, their looks and two, their ability to give birth. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you become of yeah. the certain age. Yeah. And I think before it's like once you have your babies, then you can be kind of, and I hate to use the word, but discard it, right? Like your value to society once you've like had okay. your babies and raised them is kind of like not historically speaking. I obviously don't subscribe to this idea, but I think historically speaking, that is kind of what has been the belief. Totally. And I think um, it's an interesting thing because I would have never, I never even considered this factor until after I had kids and I was in my mid thirties that it sort of came into light being like, oh my God, I'm, I feel like I'm not needed anymore. I feel like I'm not needed by, it wasn't my partner per se. Mm -hmm. It's like society didn't. Your value is diminished. So when I became a mother, Mm -hmm. that's what I became. What? A forget mother. forget a wife. Yeah. Forget a person. Woman, a woman. Forget a woman. An individual. Yeah, an individual. Forget forget mm-hmm. my friend. career. Forget being yeah. a friend. Yeah. All of it went out the window and I solely became valued mm-hmm. for this one particular title. And I can we just take a minute? Yeah. To but dissect I, yes. that little beauty. And I think <laughs> I think a lot of women probably could relate to that. And I think, you know, I did I don't relate to that because I was brought up in a different kind of way. Mm-hmm. But I would say tell me if you agree or disagree, as you were brought up in a family system that encouraged you to like the primary goal, I think, was to get married mm-hmm. right and have a family and have and a family yeah yeah and so yeah I mean that makes sense that you would make the choices that you made mm-hmm. right but then I think circling it back to age for me yes the number has always been very haunting to me it's like mm. you know oh, at, yeah. at the age of 28 I'm going to have my first child yeah. by before the age of 34 I will have want to have had a second. Yeah, you had and your checklist. I, there's like this checklist, but the checklist was based around a number. And as it climbed older, mm-hmm. it it started to panic me a little bit mm-hmm. more. Yeah, and it, and it filtered into like all these different areas. It filtered into like the makeup that I was buying, mm-hmm. the the um, the um, the way I wore my hair, yeah, uh, the clothes that I was wearing, which is for me my biggest. Factor, yeah. you know. I yeah, know. I think we just for me, I feel like we need to get rid of these preconceived ideas of what every decade looks like. Thirty looks like this. Forty looks like this. Fifty looks like this. Sixty looks like this. You know what? Fifty is going to look different for me mm-hmm. than it's going to look for you. Than yeah. it's going to look for everybody else. And I think that's what for me aging well is is people choosing how they want to 
live their life totally in their whatever time whatever 50s, stage yeah. 60s 70s yeah do you know what I mean? Here's like, my perspective. Yeah. Here's my, yeah. here's my presentation yeah. almost of how yeah. I look, not my yeah. number looks. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the whole thing about ageism too, you know, it's like, I think there's the preconceived notion of being 50. I think a lot of my friends, there's a lot of trepidation because there's this idea that once you turn 50, then it's like kind of, it's like the downhill slide. Yeah. So I, that. I'm excited about going into this next chapter of my life because mm-hmm. I'm choosing what I want. And I think all up until now, not up until now, but for a lot of my life, I still made my own choices. Yes, I just, you have. I kind of went with my gut. I did it yeah. and I didn't follow what society probably dictated that I should do. Mm-hmm. But I just was like career, career, career. You know, I had fun, fun, whatever. And then I had a daughter and now my daughter's launched. So now I feel like I'm 50. I have way more financial kind of independence and security. I've got my home. I've got like a really, really, really good group of friends. Mm -hmm. So now it's like I can actually think, sit back and think, what do I want to do? Totally. Do I want to travel? Oh, yeah. More? Do I want to, you know, work less, work more? I just, I just, I feel like there's so much more like autonomy for me Mm -hmm. in my 50s than I ever had. Yeah. And I think you, like, you nailed it. Um, You've said that you've totally had a different way of thinking. And I think, um, the way that I w- was thinking before and having this 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 number loom over my head, you've completely sort of opened my eyes to a different perspective on that. And that's, yeah. I'm super appreciative to that because, um, yeah, it gets, uh, age for me, like turning 40 for oh, me. Oh yeah, let's talk about when you turn, when you turn 40. Because it was surprising to me because 40 yeah. for me was like no big deal. Yeah. But for you, okay, like, yeah, yeah talk about it. I <laughs> was, the, the birthday was looming and I refused to celebrate that day. Right. Like I was like, absolutely not, I'm not doing this. Yeah. And I just feel like 40 for me, um, it was, I mean, granted it was a difficult time, but I, 40 for me, I, I didn't this is not the way 40 was supposed to look like for me. Right. You had expectations of where you would be at 40. Yeah. Damn and it. what were your, ex- can I ask, what were your expectations? Oh, the expectations. Um, yeah. You know, I hit the nail on the head with some of them as a mom. Um, but like I was going to be married. Mm-hmm. I was going to be living in this um, home that I had dreamed up in my head. I was going to have this miraculous career. Mm-hmm. I was all these things. Yeah. And it was like, the f- crazy thing is, is like I had them. Mm-hmm. but not in the way that I thought I was going to have them. Right. And a lot of them were being torn down at that time. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, I'm not celebrating this. I'm not 40. And it's like, mm-hmm. you are 40. Mm-hmm. You're going to embrace this. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I didn't know this then, but it's like almost like you should have taken, dragged me down and be like, and look what you're going to learn over the next little yeah. while. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like it's taken me a while to come on, to get on side with the way, with your thinking. Yeah. Um, at the back half is the, it could be the best half. Oh yeah. Um, because it really can be, it's just all in your, the way you do, you think mindset. about it. Mindset, right? Mindset, mindset, mindset. And then once that switched over, I mean, look at what, you now. Yeah. What, what looked so daunting before. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm has become 
so much easier for me and so yeah. so enlightening. You take all the 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 excuse my language, but the bullshit that you've been handed yeah. and you sort of spin it into something yeah. really amazing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Again, it's like this idea of choosing. Like it seems really small, but it's actually huge. Yeah. I am choosing this. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't, you know, maybe, and I, I understand it's, I, I think I'm in a privileged position. You know, I've got myself into this privileged position where I can make those choices. I know and that's not the case for everybody, but I think if you have the ability to make these choices mm-hmm. for yourself, mm-hmm. and I think for a woman, can I just say for a woman, sometimes the choices... The choice, up until a certain point, I feel like you are taught to service everybody else ahead of yourself. So whether it's your husband or your partner or your kids or taking care of your parents, you know, you get to a certain point, your parents get older. There's like always somebody that you have to service. What about your job and your career? Like I'm a woman in this position. I got to come up to the plate, right? Yes. And I got to hit it out of the ballpark because like all the time I got to be grateful. Yeah. For this position yeah. that I've been given. Yeah. Because sometimes you have to double prove yourself as a woman. Double. But right. That's another conversation. Anyway, I do feel like, you know, I think when um, women start understanding, or not understanding, just like really kind of taking it and just saying, I'm choosing. I'm, I'm choosing. choosing this. It can make a, I, I feel like in my body, it just feels, it can feel different when you don't feel like life like I said before that life is pushing you around you're actually this is a choice absolutely yeah you know and I think that's I feel like that's what you're doing because I can't remember how many conversations I've had you were like I didn't know I could do that I didn't know I could like when you're dating I didn't know I could actually like say say no no. (laughs) right not take the invitation or yeah yeah and 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 that's the thing it's like how do we unravel this um, conditioning? How do we sort of um, step into or cross over to that other side and and, yeah. and get on get get into the re- power get of the them- power of, of themselves? Same. I think you. I feel like you grew up in this under the word should. Mm. You know, and honestly, if I could abolish the word should, I would abolish it because okay. I think that's a big problem. It's like, I should do this. I should do that. I sh-, you know what I mean? And so yeah. you just do what you think you should. You think you should do. And it's like the worst word because mm-hmm. it, it, it takes away your choice. Yes, it takes away definitely your choice and having um, the it, it is definitely ruined my ability not ruined I'm, I'm learning how to get it back but it had ruined my ability to take something for Nicole and even think independently right yes. like can I, I, I why can't I just want to think for myself mm-hmm. I always needed the acceptance of somebody else yes yeah which to is okay like me a yeah tough box to sit in and cage. I would you know if you want to share like you know I think you've been working through this a mm-hmm. lot and I yeah. And it just, it takes time. It's not like you can flick a switch. No. You know, I know you catch yourself kind yeah. of uh, doing it sometimes or, you know, or I just, yeah. I, I very much sit in um, being accepted by others. That's why like this podcast for mm. me is, yes. is, is hard. I mean, I wanted to do this. <laughs> I did. I really did. did. But when we've been recording and doing these things, like I just realized um, how critical you can be on yourself. And I am, I'm, I, I'm miraculously working through it with each recording. It's yes. like, I'm getting less and less, um, 
I'm getting more outside of myself than rather sitting in myself. Same. Right? Yeah. And I think this is, a, I have the same struggle um, in a lot of ways. You just posted something on Instagram for our business. And I honestly, I hated the way I looked, but I'm like, just do it. Oh my God. And she looked freaking gorgeous. No. And she's, yeah, but yeah. But it's just this idea. It's like, we just have to let go of these ideas of being like perfect. Cause I think perfect also is like another like disease. Perfect is a disease, and I, I, I'm honestly that is the the major, yeah, one of the big umbrella things mm-hmm. in my life. Um, and it, I mean, it stems over to my work. It stems into everything that I do. For sure, I think you if, know. and I think if this idea of acceptance is a big part of kind of your like growth, and that's they kind of go hand in hand, hand in hand. And I will just. I'm going to bring this up again, just because, you know, sometimes these conversations have themes, but sometimes they meander. So I watched that movie, Tick, Tick, Boom. Oh my God, which I loved. And I I remember a couple of things. It was this this idea of love or fear. Like everything in life is either driven by love or by fear. And Mm -hmm. you know, I've learned that through therapy. And then I saw it again in that film. And then he talked about cage or wings, you know? So I think for me, I love, because if I'm struggling with something, I now ask myself, love or fear? Like, what is making me feel this way? And what is ultimately going to be the driving thing Mm -hmm. behind whatever I choose? Mm -hmm. So I didn't think about this at the picture, Mm -hmm. you you know, that you posted. But I could boil it back down to that, you know, cage or wings. If I want to stay in my cage, don't post it. Don't post it. Like, I can't. I can't be out there. Or wings is like, just put it out there. Totally. Be okay with where I'm at. Mm-hmm. in that moment and maybe that's just part of also like aging is just like accepting who you are and accepting other people where they're at so how do you want to wrap this up aging well aging what are your final thoughts well okay um you know what if I had to kind of like boil it down to one thing mm-hmm. it would be the back half can be the best half mm-hmm Right? <laughs> I love that. I do. I just, I, I want to come at this from a frame of optimism because I feel like we're told our whole lives that getting old is horrible. There's so many bad things about getting old that all your fun is to be had in your 20s and 30s. But the reality is I'm sitting here in my 50s right now and I'm so excited. I feel like I have more time, more freedom. Mm-hmm. I've got like a really good collection of friends now to have fun with. Like I don't I don't actually understand that whole idea that getting old is like shitty because I I'm probably more excited about my life looking forward now than I have maybe in any other time mm-hmm. you know I think if we can choose to see the glass as half full mm-hmm. we can start changing how we move through the world as we get older mm-hmm. you know and I think there's things that we're going to have to fight we're going to have to fight this idea that we're supposed to look young forever but again we can just choose it we're more, we can be more aware of what's happening and just choose something different yeah. for ourselves and uh yeah for me aging is uh yeah I'm looking forward to it you're making me look forward to it. 100%. How about you? I think for me, it's um, more about, and I'm excited to sort of step more into my own and and, and learn 
um, how to use that voice, that inner voice, mm. you know, have the courage to yes. use it. Yes. It's there. Yes. But I think with uh, age and the experience behind me, I am learning to use that voice. Oh, I love that take yeah. on it. Yeah. So I'm excited. I don't know if everybody's going to love what they hear, <laughs> but... <laughs> That's brace the brace risk. yourself, people. Brace yourself. The yeah. real Nicole standing up. Yes, yes. No, I'm excited. I'm I excited. love it. Mm. You know, I think we could go on forever on um, talking about aging, and we for sure will revisit this topic in all mm. sorts of different ways in future um, episodes. Hey, well, we look forward to our next recording, and we hope that you'll you'll join us. Yes. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.